0: I think some of the hardcore listeners of the uneducated investor podcast will know this one. I put out an episode a couple weeks ago titled YouTuber meet Kevin makes over $200,000 a day. Proof on why go Google is still undervalued. You know, interesting title. You click on it. You're like, wait, YouTubers are making that much. You click on that. No audio, completely blank. Like literally nothing. probably struggle of being like any sort of creative content creator it's like the most hair pulling moment in the world you know you you type something up you have all your ideas ready your bullet point notes you've done your research you saw the videos you know exactly what you want to take put in right you do the episode you're all happy you're high-fiving popping champagne bottles you send it out to the world nothing silent and the part that hurts the most is All these episodes are just for me to brag, right? It's like, I predict something two months ago, six months ago, and then two months or six months later, if it happens, I look like Nostradamus and, you know, I celebrate and I say, I told you that was going to happen. And if it doesn't happen, I just completely silent. I don't say anything about it. (laughs) Or I literally bring it up and say how stupid and uneducated I was. Um, With recently, we've seen in the past three weeks, Google start exploding. We've seen this stock absolutely demolishing, like doing great numbers, especially compared to Amazon, especially compared to Netflix. It has been doing going on an absolute rampage. There was a big investor. If you remember the big short, um, the investor, main investor of the big short, I think it's Michael Booberry or something like that. I forget his name. Let me let me just look it up. Big short investor, um, Michael Burry, not Booberry, Michael Burry. Uh, one of the biggest stocks he's investing in personally is he has a bunch of options on Google, and I can tell you his portfolio is looking very nice, especially with Google's resurgence. Now, a couple of things, of course, have you know caused their um, stock to resurge. The first one is their stock was on a lot of pressure before because of pending lawsuits. Um, I think, I think one was honestly the UK government, to be honest, like pending lawsuits of billion dollars of dollars. Another thing came out recently, you know, based on those like pending lawsuits, uh, some information about Google came out and uh, when this information came out, people are like, Oh snap, they're actually doing very well. And this pending lawsuit won't be decided for years to come. So in the short term, Google is in a great position to dominate. Um, but for me, one of the biggest reasons I see Google as like a marquee stock, like literally on the level of Amazon, on the level of what Apple's doing. And this isn't just because their stock has been depressed so much because of those past headlines. And now it's just finally coming back again. I think we need to look no further than one guy on the platform. His name's Meet Kevin. Now Meet Kevin, this guy, charisma, out the booty hole, honestly. Just like dripping juices right out the booty hole, so much charisma. And he entered into the YouTube space because of, you might know him if you've ever watched YouTube videos, Graham Stefan, the chuggernaut of YouTube. Now Meet Kevin is a real estate agent and this guy's an absolute workaholic. I mean, 12 hours a day, probably nonstop, always trying to get deals done, always trying to do more work. He just doesn't know when to quit. And his hustle has led him to dominate YouTube. And I think this is really why YouTube or Google, who owns YouTube, is an undervalued stock. You see, at the start of the pandemic... People were going crazy. People were scared. They didn't know what to think. They really just didn't. You know, the NBA canceled a game right before it was about to be played. Advertisers were pulling ads, pulling commitments, pulling ad dollars on not just television, but a lot of these social media companies. A lot of their money was seen cut right in half. A lot of their salary just cut right in half. Ad rates dropped. Why? because ad rates are basically around bidding, right? I wanna put my ad here, I'll pay this much, someone else that pays more gets that ad spot. In the world where ad rates dropped, a lot of finance YouTubers started to see something interesting. The rates dropped that they were getting per ad, and for a lot of their views started going up, a lot of their engagement started to go up. A lot of people were interested in finance and interested in what on earth is going on in these markets. So the, the normal YouTube framework is usually around three videos a week. If you want to put super crazy, good quality content, usually one video a week. Kevin, and meet Kevin and his genius, saw a golden opportunity and he started putting around 10, some days, 10 plus videos out per day. Now, I didn't say week. Notice that I did not say week per day. I'm talking about just straight financial news. What's going on in the market? What's going on with these stimulus packets, packages? How is the real estate market going on? What's going on? What is the president saying? every financial headline he would just come out do the research and then boom live video straight talking about it just like he's a goddamn news channel and the way that his income started to skyrocket is unparalleled you see the craziest thing right now is I think people are slowly starting to catch on how much ungodly attention YouTube really has an ungodly amount. We've seen people like Mr. Beast do over a million views. We've seen even on Instagram, the Gucci versus Young Jeezy battle peak at like 1.8 million people concurrently watching, I believe. Like these numbers doing 7 million views in that episode. I mean, NBA finals, one of the games, I think it was game three had around 8 million people in total watching it. And on Instagram, Gucci versus Young Jeezy is doing around 8 million, 7 million. This is insane. So the more people that really start seeing how much these YouTubers are making with this money and taking advantage What do you think these advertisers are doing? These advertisers who are spending million dollar budgets on TV commercials, who all of a sudden have their marketing budgets cutting because the company has to cut back, and they're thinking to themselves, well, we need the same amount of effectiveness that we had before are on TV. Where can we get it? YouTube. I've been on this horse for a long time. I've been super bullish on these, these media companies. And I think just seeing the ungodly amount that these YouTubers are making is gonna open a lot of people's eyes. Meet Kevin has CPMs, that's you know cost per thousand, basically thousand views, of around 15 to $20. Normally it used to be one to five dollars and two, but he's doing fifteen to twenty dollars. Why? Because he has a finance audience. Think about the people who are interested in finance, higher net worth individuals. It's not usually kids, it's people who are a bit older and have some money to invest. Who do you think RBC wants to put their ads in front of? Goldman Sachs wants to put their ads in front of JP Morgan wants to put their ads in front of a Logan Paul prank video or a financial news channel that's has an active audience. And a lot of people are seeing this $1 million a month that Kevin's doing. And that's with, you know, combine that with real estate. He's made 11 real estate purchases this year. Unreal. Um, That's combined with his courses he's advertising on his channel. And of course, his ad revenue, all of that. This guy's a 20, what is it, like 28-year-old maybe guy on YouTube just putting out videos. Once people start hearing how he's making a million dollars on some months, what do you think is going to happen? Honestly, we're at the moment where it's very likely that we might start seeing YouTube 100 millionaires and even the first billionaire before 2040. How insane would that be? I mean, this guy, here's a guy with like no production crew. He has no team of researchers. It's just him. And he's able to pull a million dollars a month doing finance news. When the word gets out, I can only imagine what's going to happen with Google stock. And as always, the best most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investors never stop learning. Right now, I don't necessarily own Google anymore. I sold around 1600 when it started to do that run-up right now. Now the Google price is around 1800 it's dropping to back down to around 1700 I still think it's a decent buy. Um, right now, I'm trying to go into more cash, as I let you guys know before. But if you're in Google right now, I think it's a dominant hold. I think there's no reason you need to sell. I think it's a great position. If I wasn't trying to sell more of my stocks so I could get ready for this house purchase, I'd have still been holding. Honestly, it's it's a phenomenal company. And I think a lot of people are seeing the value that these tech companies is here to stay. And we got to take our flight crew. I'll see you guys next time.